Welcome back, everyone, to episode 18 of the No Speeds podcast. I got Bannon Crowley to my left. Hello. Colin Martin to my right. Hello. And we have another big week in the sports world with NBA, NFL, NHL, and boxing. Uh, Colin, I'll give it to you. Straight into it. The NBA draft lottery is tonight. Uh, it's right after we finish recording. So, you know, we don't know the results yet, but looking into it, you know, there's the top five prospects. There's Cade, there's Jalen Green, Kuminga, Mobley, and Suggs. And, you know, they're not all, in that order <laughs> and they're all going to be finding, you know, their homes for the next couple of years. And so, you know, a pretty basic discussion. But who's a team that you think, you know, could benefit the most from one of these top five picks that maybe is not in it right now? Uh, yeah, you can start. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, out of these picks, I would say probably the Pistons. I mean, the Magic, I think if they got a top three pick, even if they somehow got the first pick or even the second pick, it would help them a lot. But I think the Pistons right now are really lacking that huge star. I mean, they they have some good players on their team, but I think they really need that star on their team to kind of make them better again. Yeah, uh, my opinion, uh, I'd say a team that's out of it right now, but could obviously stink their way up as the lottery works. I got to say the Raptors. I think they're in a spot right now where they're with Lowry being older and Siakam proving he can't really lead a team on his own right now. I think they're in a spot where they could really use a rebuild more than anything. So if they somehow rise into that top three and they can get a guy like for them, I'd be looking at Cade, obviously, or Jalen Green. If they can get one of those guys, that kickstarts the rebuild. Or and Suggs. Suggs, Suggs would be good too, but just his play style, I don't really love yeah. it in that Raptors. Especially game. if they lose Kyle Lowry, yeah. which is... I think I mean obviously Cunningham he's the number one prospect. If they get the number one pick, they got to take him, and he would fit well. But I also like Jalen Green a lot. And if they could get one of those two, or obviously any of the top five, I really think that kickstarts their rebuild and it makes them a lot more successful in the future. Yeah, I, I agree with Colin there with the Raptors. You know, both of their two top players right now in trade talks throughout the whole season, and kind of been ever since they lost Kawhi, kind of been that starting to rebuild phase. And you know, I feel like one of these top five guys can really give him a head start in that and be the future of Toronto. Yeah. Uh, so now now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about the playoff series that have happened since we last talked. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers ended up losing in seven to the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> which, <laughs> you didn't predict that. So which right? us okay, three did 20. not see coming. And, you know, we got our in-house Sixers fan banning here. So, yeah, big question. What does Philly do now? Um... Take it away. Closer right. to the mic. Right. <laughs> well, the thing is, you have two options right now. You can either trade Ben Simmons or you can trade Tobias Harris and the rest of the team besides Joel Embiid. Um, ben Simmons, I don't think his trade value is as low as people talk about right now. Obviously, he had a bad season, but he's... You think? No. I. <laughs> but he's also uh, the defensive player of the year, in my opinion. We saw him drop 42 points on the uh, Mr. Gogurt, who ended up winning Defensive Player of the Year. And he has the ability to score. I think right now it's kind of like Markel Fultz. I mean, two guys that could have been really good, but just psychologically they're not there right now. I think if you can't get a good player for Simmons, I don't think they should just trade him no matter what. Because obviously they could and then get some bum and some random pick and have it not be a good trade, kind of like the Rockets did. You don't want to go down that route. Obviously, it's not going to be as big as that trade. But, I mean, I still believe in him. So if they can't get someone big from it, then I think they should keep him and try to move on with him. 
Yeah, I understand what you're saying there. Uh, from the outside looking in, I guess I think I, I actually do agree. I don't think his trade value is that bad. I think having a tough playoff series really, you know, a team that may have been looking at him before. Like I think Portland was in a spot where they could look at him if Philly was looking for a Dame trade. Yeah. Because when it comes to player, you're not going to get equal value for Dame, honestly. But when it comes to younger players that you think could develop, Ben Simmons was looked at as a really good target. But now, I honestly, I don't think that there's a point for Portland, you know, to yeah, get him anymore. I think Dame is out of the conversation. I do think CJ McCollum is still yeah. in it, though. I think yeah. a lot of people have been saying that. And I wouldn't be upset with that trade, but in that situation, I might rather keep Simmons because honestly you could still keep Simmons for a year and if he gets better trade him I don't think he's gonna get any worse yeah I mean he's at a really low point right now but his defense was still you know his defense was still good it wasn't it wasn't as high as it's been throughout the regular season and the scoring wasn't there he it wasn't aggressive enough like you said with Markel Fultz I think a lot of his came from injury and Ben's might have too uh, in the slightest bit but I think He's just not someone that looks to score at all. There's definitely pass-first players that are great, like all-time. You look at someone like Magic Johnson, pass-first player, but he's still great. LeBron. I, yeah, it's just I think Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons is turning into a, a shoot-never player. Yeah. He's just really scared to do it unless it's a wide-open left-handed layup. How do you feel about it, Cam? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with all you guys. Ben Simmons, and I mean, I do think it, as much as I – trashing him I do think his trade value is a lot more than what people say I mean I think he's a really good player but I think no one really expected the Hawks to come into the series as I didn't like I thought it was going to be a five game maybe six game series yeah it was really impressive and you know Ben Simmons he he had a very bad year and maybe he can bounce back I mean I if I was 76 I'd hold on to him one more year just to see how he does and then if not just look for yeah Better. I mean, the thing about this series, too, is we can talk about Ben Simmons and the Sixers losing, but the Hawks won. They went out there, and Trey Young, even though he shot terrible a good amount of the games and a good amount of the halves, he just didn't play well. The rest of the team stepped up, and I thought they were going to lose in the first round. I just didn't think the players around him would yeah. play well, but they've been playing amazing, and Trey Young has been doing what he needs to. I mean, when he makes three-pointers in the fourth quarter but goes one for 15 for the rest of the game and they still win then that's all that really matters but the one thing about it is he's playing not as well as Luka but putting up numbers pretty similarly and if Luka was in the same situation we'd be talking about how Luka carried the team and right now obviously the Sixers were the higher seed but I don't think anyone's giving credit to the Hawks yeah which I think they should be getting some credit and yeah I talk about all the time those other Hawks are so important I'm a big Clint Capella guy Uh, I don't think his impact shows on the stat sheet I've watched every game this series for the aside from one for the first time uh, almost out of the whole NBA playoffs and I think Clint Capella played great in every game I watched he did his stuff John Collins was really great interior finishing great microwave player for them yeah he'd get hot quick and herder in game seven when it mattered the most he like a kelly olenic game seven yeah he had that kelly olenic type of game where it's like you know he's good but they turn up at the perfect time and that's i mean that's what it took to beat the number one seed and it was a good series honestly yeah uh moving on uh not even moving on just kind of on the same note how do we feel about their chances against milwaukee right now I mean, if I say that they're going to lose to Milwaukee, they're going to beat Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> because I've said they're going to lose every series so far. And at this point... I've done the same thing. I know Milwaukee is a very good team, but I just can't count out the Hawks team 
So I think Milwaukee might win overall, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to six games, which is kind of a bold take, but I, I can't count the Hawks out right now. I, you know, I've been switching up my takes ever <laughs> since we started this podcast, but I'm staying with the Hawks. I got the Hawks in seven in this You mean series. you're switching back to the Hawks. I'm switching back to the Hawks, sorry. <laughs> I got the Hawks in seven this series. I think it's going to be a battle versus Trey Young and Giannis. I think the Bucks are gonna come out hot, but I think the Hawks are just gonna rally and beat the Bucks. Yeah, I, it's always hard to bet against the hot team, and out west, I'm rolling with the hot team. I'm really with Phoenix right now, yeah. but I think when it comes to Atlanta, this is Trey Young's hardest matchup. I know Ben Simmons is was pretty much a DPOY. He was really close to it. But I think Drew Holiday personally is a lot harder of yeah. a defender for him because they're the, they're similar sizes and Drew Holiday. Yeah, is, because when he's playing against Simmons, he has to worry about the size. When yeah. he's playing against, I mean, like, they're about the same size. So yeah. you can't really, like, when he's playing against Simmons, he has to always look behind him because it's not like he's going to get blocked, but he's going to really have to get space outside from a three-point. Yeah, exactly. But Drew Holiday, I think he's more aggressive on the ball. I think a lot of Ben's great defensive moments are off the ball in passing lanes. But Drew Holiday is kind of just like what people act like Patrick Beverly is. He's really great at defense, and he, like, will get in your head. He's a great person, too. Just he won that. Well, he won won that award for um, sportsmanship and being a good person outside the sport. Oh, yeah. He's a great guy outside the sport. Point point being, he can also play lockdown defense, and I think it's going to be really tough on Trey, even if he has these good games. Giannis has been showing up all playoffs, which he hasn't been known to do. And, I mean, I I like Milwaukee in this series. I know Atlanta's on a roll right now, and it might be hard to bet against them, but I'm taking Milwaukee in five. And I think if I had to get super specific, I think Atlanta might come out there and take game one. The media starts talking, and then the Bucks handle business. I really, I, I don't know. I know Atlanta has a good home court advantage too, but I think Milwaukee is such a, a well-put-together team with a lot of solid guys, and I think they I mean, can go Atlanta has Migos. Who's going to be at the Milwaukee games? <laughs> who, is the, uh, who is the guy who rapped at Milwaukee? Oh, Jeezy? Or, yeah. yeah some, was, no, some, no, some, no, like, the only person yeah. I remember rapping at Milwaukee was It was like the Gucci halftime made. show. No, they got everyone, everyone, everyone booed. Them again. Yeah, ah man, I forget who that is. Some bum. Anyways, uh, on to the Suns and the Clippers. I think this is a lot closer of a one, and the storyline is each team's kind of like head of the team, if I could say, yeah. is out. I know Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker's better than Chris Paul right now, but Chris Paul runs that offense. You know, they look towards him in the clutch. Yeah. And Kawhi is the best player on the Clippers, and also obviously, you know, the team captain sort of guy. And both of those guys are out right now. Kawhi looks like we still don't have any news. To specify, Kawhi is is an injury. Chris Paul is COVID-19. So he'll be back in this series. Kawhi, there's really no word on it. It's not looking great. And yeah, let's just get straight to the predictions. Cam, you can start with this one. Sorry, what was it? Oh, Clipper Suns, yep. Your NBA Finals champion? Yeah, I got I got the Suns, but I think it's going to be a seven-game series. I think this is going to be one of the best series of the playoffs. Um, D-Book shut it down in game one without Chris Paul. He didn't really shut it down, but he did pretty good without Chris Paul. 40-point triple-double. Yeah, yeah he, in that mid-range, sorry to interrupt, but Chris Paul is so well-known for his mid-range. He's the next Kobe. And Booker just played, like... Chris Paul, Kobe-esque. He was really playing. I think, really I think well. Devin Booker needs way more respect than he has. I think he's... I think he's finally getting it. I, I think yeah. it's it's taken this big moment. And I think this next game tonight without Chris Paul too, 
D-Book's going to have to step up a lot, too, and this will really show, like, what type of player he is tonight. Maybe it's, like, not just a one-and-done. But I think it's going to go to seven. Um, yep. Tonight, I think it's going to be a really key game to the series if the Clippers can fight or Suns just keep pushing through. Yeah, Banning, how do you feel about it? I mean, if the Suns win tonight, the Clippers are winning the series. That's just <laughs> got to go down too well. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this last time, how the Clippers might have a hard time if they go down 2-0. But honestly, they've been in it because, I mean, when they played against the Jazz, they just, the first game, wasn't the first game a blowout? Yeah, first yeah. first game the Jazz had control. But this game, I mean, without Kawhi, they still did great. I think both teams are pretty even. Without Chris Paul, obviously Booker's the better player. But I think without Chris Paul and without Kawhi, the teams are pretty even. I would say the Suns might be a little better talent-wise. But I mean... The Clippers do have the best player left in the playoffs. So, Terrence Mann, we'll see what he does tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really like how both of these teams are playing right now, even without some of their star players. Uh, Paul George, we talk about all the time, how he gets disrespected too much. He's played great. Playoff Pete. Yeah. And then... Uh, what I say. Yeah. What I, I say. say. True. PG-13. Was it Kawhi Leonard? I've had the Clippers. Was it Chris Paul? I've had the Clippers in the... Uh, Finals for like the past three months. Me too. Yeah, me too. Oh. I had well, why are you telling us that? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying. Like I've always rode PG Livy for like. Oh, oh. Whoa! <laughs> I've had PG as my guy since last playoffs. I've been holding on to him. You guys were clowning me. He brought them to the their first WCF in history. Yep. Yeah. Just like maybe. put some respect on his name. Alright. Okay. Loud and clear. Uh. I don't want to switch up my take, but right now I'm really liking the Suns. I think it's going to be a close series too, but I just, I, it's tough because with PG playing so good, Terrence Mann stepping up in the right moment, you know, that's what happens with these older guys that get drafted and then play in the G League. They're ready for this stuff. And I mean, the Suns, Booker, he's played amazing. I like guys like Campaign. I talk about him all the time. He's having a good campaign. He's having season. a good campaign. But no, I just don't skip the... Uh third best player on their team who do you want me to say i don't know his sarge has been playing well sarge has been playing well uh bridges always his defense is great but i i like that suns team right now i wouldn't be surprised if the clippers can hold it together but there's something in me that like when they announce Kawhi's official status if it's not good i think that's going to be a huge morale dump on the clippers and i think the suns are hot right now uh, I didn't expect them to play this well at all. I thought they'd be a team that squeaks out into the Western Conference Finals, but they've really dominated for the most part. It, it was tough against the Lakers, but yeah. you also are playing against LeBron. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, i got to take the Suns. I'm going to take them in six. But, uh, you know, if the Clippers win and match my original predictions, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. I think both of these teams have a great shot to knock off whoever makes it out of the East. I think the Suns have a little bit of an edge having Aiton down low and the Clippers not really having someone to match up well against him. But, I mean, when Kawhi comes back and Kawhi guards Devin Booker, then I think that'll definitely open up Paul George's game a lot more, and I think that'll help them a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, just so we can make it super clear, let's see the quick finals prediction go around the room. Cam. Uh, I got Suns and Hawks, but I got the Suns coming out on top in six games. I think it's going to be a very good series. I think I got to stick with my original prediction, uh, Sixers and Clippers. <laughs> uh, I think right now... You're I, joking, right? Yes, I'm a bit. 
It's really hard because I don't want to... All four of the teams are, like, so unpredictable. I didn't... Like, you don't know. Like, yeah. It's like a 2K simulation it right really now. It really is. Like... I think I have to... Right now, I might... I got to go with the Bucks and the Clippers, and I'm still going to keep the Clippers winning it all. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Suns and the Bucks, and I have the Bucks pulling it out in seven. We all have different finals predictions. I really want yeah. to see the Suns win. The I would. Suns are the team I want to win the most, personally. Yeah. But I think um, seeing the Clippers win would be yeah. cool, too. It would, right now, as long as the Bucks don't win, I'm fine with that. That's Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine if the Bucks yeah. won. I like Giannis. <laughs> but the NBA... Is going to rig this. We all know this. They don't want to have Phoenix and Milwaukee in the finals. <laughs> Who's going to go to those games? We're going to see Atlanta and we're going to see Los Angeles. Yeah. So it's going to be Migos versus all of LA. Name one LA rapper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. No, Nipsey Hustle. <laughs> That's kind of a tough one right it's now. It's going to be Tyler the Creator <laughs> and Lil Baby. <laughs> All right, so now on to a broader topic in the NBA. We've been having discussions about it. You hear it in the media all the time lately for some hate on some people at this position. Uh, the top five point guards of all time. We just wanted to get straight to it and say, you know, also get some content for the Instagram. Yeah. Our, our top five point guards of all time. And we decided before this that we're going to let Cam start. No. So why? You can do the shooting guard one. I'll start with my point guard All right, one. then I'll do point guards. We'll do it the other way around on the all shooting right. guards. I'll start... Uh... Point guard, should we start at number five or number one? We're going to go around the room at number five and then work our way up yeah. or what? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, right now, I just want to put this out. My um, number six is Chris Paul. I think if he wins a championship this year, he will move into my top five spot at number five, obviously. But right now, at number five, is John Stockton. Just because, obviously, his points per game is a little low. But it seemed like a lot of the point guards were at that time. But just so good at passing the ball and so good at stealing it. It's just great player. Yeah. Kind of like Ben Simmons, but he knew how to shoot <laughs> the ball. Uh, at my number five, for the same reason Banning was saying, I have Chris Paul. I know he doesn't have that chip, but I one, if he wins it this year, that helps his legacy even more. But I just think he's so legendary, legendary to the game, and his scoring and assist totals are so great. And you know, just his mid range and all all of that stuff that makes him great. I swipe. I think five he's spot. basically yeah. the new generation. Yeah, I put Johnson. him on number five too. He's just that that point guard. I mean, he's if he wins a chip this year, like you guys said, he'll be moved up. But he's yeah. just such a solid like player. Like doesn't matter. Like we even seen yeah. like in all these like stat stuff. Doesn't matter where he goes. He helps the team. Helps the team. Helps the team. And you don't really see players doing that. Outside of like the goats of the game, yeah, he's like yeah. one of the most solid players yeah. you'll ever find. Yeah. It's really one of those things that in like 20 years, people might kind of move him down on the list just because when you look at stats, his impact will never come up on the stat sheet officially. Yeah. But yeah. when you watch him play, it's just... But I mean, going straight to number four, I think from number five um, to number four, this is probably the biggest jump. And the top four... I mean, all great players, but I think they're all a lot better than number five. Number four, I have Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, straight to, I mean, yeah, no explanation needed for that. Yeah. Um, I got a little bit of a hot take on mine. Number four, that's where I put John Stockton. I just think his assist totals are so untouchable. It's one of the most impressive parts of basketball, in my opinion. I think he's criminally underrated because he never got that ring. Yeah. And just because he had that sidekick, Carl Malone, awful person, amazing basketball player, and he had that guy's whole career, it made it a lot easier for him to rack up these assists. But I just think you plug and play him on any team in the league, and he 
is one of the best players. He just happened to play with someone else that was top 10 in the league. I'm interested to see who you have at number three now, because I know who the top two are. Yeah, I know. But I, I'm wondering I, who I, you left out, because there's two guys. I left someone out, and I'll have to explain why. But, Cam. I'm going to try to deal going John Stockton with my number four, too. I just think. What? Nothing. You guys got the same list. <laughs> well, you got me mine. I just think. <laughs> you only have one. <laughs> exactly. You know that duo of Carmelo. Like, he's just such like a good player and his assist totals you know like if you look back at that 90s he was just that player you know he dominated in what he did and when it comes to true point guards he might be one of the best to ever touch the court yeah Mm -hmm. uh number three i have oscar robertson um just i mean better version of uh russell westbrook and some people are saying russell Mm -hmm. westbrook is Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say that (laughs) okay well Who's that your number? <laughs> Westbrook number one. Yeah, I think that's all I got to say for him. I think he's probably one of the most underrated players overall position-wise. Just I think he's one of the best players. And him and Curry is really close. I think if Curry had one less championship, I would probably have Robertson over him. Yeah, understandable. Uh, here's where I have to admit who I left off. Um, number three, I have Isaiah Thomas. Uh, and uh, that's pretty... That's pretty big O off. That's right. what I got to talk about. I left big O off because of the competition back in the time. And I don't do that with every player. But I think Oscar, when it comes to triple doubles, especially, there weren't the size difference with him being a tall point guard and a lot of the big men he played with. He was one of the taller players on the court at all times. And he was getting those rebounds. And that doesn't, he's my number six, in my opinion. So I don't think he's bad or anything. But I Bruh. just, I think Westbrook is more. He has more impressive stats sometimes, honestly, and Westbrook's not even in my top ten. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I completely disagree. disagree. Yeah. I think no, I hear you. I think yeah. Big O is uh, definitely deserving. Yeah, I put I put Oscar Robinson in my number three. Okay, so you're done copying my list now. I wasn't copying your <laughs> list. But yeah, he has a good list now, for the most part. <laughs> number two, go. We all know who's your number two. We all have the same number two, number one. So I actually don't think we do. Okay. What? Steph Curry, number two. I match Johnson, number two. Oh, I had Steph at number two. Oh. No. Tell us why you Steph Curry is half, the best point guard half, of all time. Copied half of my list, copied half of yours. Tell me why me? Steph Curry is the best. I had Steph before all you guys had. All right, I'll go first why Steph was second. First off, Steph, he's good. All right, But he's the greatest of our, our century. The greatest what? Point guard. Oh, okay. Do you think a player? No. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say shooter. And... No. Well, yeah, you could say that. I would hope you could Since, say that. Yeah, you are going to say that, yeah. Of our, You look at him, he's just a player, but Magic, <laughs> but Magic Johnson has to be number one. You look at him, all the rings he has and the competition. It was Finals really- MVP at 20 years old. Who else did that? No, he's no the only one. one. No, I know that's yeah. one of his most impressive things. So, so why is Steph? Tell yeah. me why Steph Curry's better. I actually, I genuinely want to know. No, yeah, this is what the whole point of the podcast is. I think it's just Steph Curry is such a like it's not even a generational talent. I've never seen another player player like Steph Curry, and I think one of the most important things about judging talent and why in basketball you put is him the number one. He I know is. why. I know the reason. Yeah, Steph Curry is number one for me. No, I know why Magic right. Johnson's number two. Yeah, for me. Oh, no, I know the reason. Oh, why? Because he played for the Lakers? Oh, yeah. No, because you had Oscar Robertson off because he's too big. Magic Johnson's too big no, to play point No, he's guard. the second best point guard of all time, in my opinion. I just think... 
Okay. Sorry. He's too big to play point that's guard. Not you I have s- to be under 6'3 to play point that's guard. That's not what I said at all. I just, I don't know. I think Steph Curry, he's one of the most impressive players I've ever watched, even if he's not technically one of the best. And I think the eye test is so important when it comes to actually evaluating sports talent for fans. Because at the end of the day, we're just fans. And I think, I just, he's got the rings. I know he's played with some great players, but so did Magic. If you're going to count out Steph for that, you got to count out Magic for that. Because he's played with some of the best of all time. And... What what's their ring total looking like? I'm not. Even, I'm genuinely yeah, asking. Has five. Curry has three. Three. Yeah, and I think I think Steph's gonna get one more before he's done playing. Honestly, it's, a hard it's tough. It's tough. Maybe. So I he's at three. I think he could possibly push four, but that's he's gonna have less rank than Magic. And I just think Steph Curry it, he got screwed out of those Finals MVPs a couple of times, but he was playing like the best player on those teams before they got KD. I just I don't know. I. It's a hot take for sure, but, you know, someone's got to say it, and I think Curry's the best of all time. I mean, no one has to say it. I think by the time he retires, it will be more obvious. Yeah. Honestly, and I'm accounting for that. And maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I should have just counted for right now. But I think by the time he retires, he'll be number one, and I think more people will agree. So my number one point guard of all time is LeBron James. (laughs) He wasn't always a point guard. (laughs) Like Flight says, he can't just change his position halfway through his career. (laughs) All right. We got a little heated on that one. Deserve. I think this yeah. one might get a little. This more. one yeah. might get worse, right. uh, especially because Cam Cam's starting. <laughs> and Cam doesn't have a list. So, yeah, who is number five? Then? All right, well, yeah, number sorry. five. Straight to it. You guys might. Okay, wait, hold up. AI is a shooting guard. We want to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no, no, no. Okay, yeah. Well, some people say point a, guard. Yeah, we will. Keep He's a shooting, shooting guard. guard. Started. My number five. I got Clyde Drexler. Okay. Okay. Any reason why they're <laughs> just, just because? Just want to steer it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say my reasons. I have my reasons. I'm just gonna name my list. How the okay. fuck would anyone uh, listen to this? Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, same situation as my last list. I have James Harden at number six. Bro, oh, you put James Harden in your top five. Dude. James Harden is better than Clyde. Oh I just said God, number God. six. You put him in your What's new? He has actually at five. I'm interested now. James Harden. I have him at number six. I think if he wins a ring, he would uh, move up. Number five is Allen Iverson. I think if James Harden wins the ring, though, they both played very similar games. Um, obviously, Harden, the better three-point shooter. And I really like Iverson, but Harden is really closing in on him. And I think people take for granted how good he really is right now. Obviously, everyone, especially Colin, uh, appreciates how good Steph Curry is, but James Harden has been... I talk I talk good about James Harden all the time, yeah, though. James like Harden has been very good, and I think by the time he retires, if he wins multiple championships, it doesn't matter if he's on the Nets or not, because honestly, I our championship is a championship. Yeah. I don't think about that at all. Well, because you're a KD fan. Yeah. <laughs> and Kevin Durant is the greatest scorer of all time, and now people are finally looking at him. Well, Banning just gave all the reasons why I have James Harden at five. Uh, I mean, just dominant scorer. His assist numbers are completely underrated. And like I say, the eye test, he's one of the best shooting guards I've ever watched. He's the best shooting guard I've ever watched in his prime, honestly, just because of, you know, of the age. But, you know, I I think he deserves that fifth spot. Can personally. I ask you who's at six, though? If I had to? Yeah. That's tough. I mean... I'd have to look at. I just completely cut my list. Oh, okay. But I mean, there's a bunch of guys that could be there. I, I like I like Drexler a lot. I like Reggie Miller too a lot. Because okay. I'm just wondering. Because I like, got and like Jerry West too. He's around yeah. there. I like them. Okay. All right, Cam. Who got number four? 
Number four, that's where I put James Harden. <laughs> I, I switched. I had, a, I, had a, I had to mentally, I had to mentally fuck with you. So I just gotta get in your heads. Is what list is this? Is this Bleacher Reports list? Who's no, list this is, this? is my you list. Look okay. at ESPNs and like switch four and no, six or something. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I think with like what you, what pretty much what everyone said is why I have him at four. But he has no. He has what? One MVP. Yeah. Yeah. One MVP and all star. No, no conference championships. No NBA championships. So this is where you're saying he's four? But, but, right. he's like one of the greatest scores of our time. And the way he plays, he, when he gets hot, he, he can't be stopped. And when he's on the Nets now, he'll be, what's what's his contract now? Two more years? He's got a, yeah, two years and a player option. Yeah, he, and he's going to leave. He's going to go to the Suns. Play <laughs> to play with who? Chris Paul. Chris Paul is long Chris retired. So, who's going to play? Uh, well, I guess he'll play no, point deep, guard. Yeah. All right, Benny, who do you got at number four? Number four, I have uh, Dwayne Wade. Kind of a hot take, but uh, I have Dwayne Wade at number four. Just because I think my guy at number three is uh, better than him. But <laughs> okay. Still a great player. I just think the one thing with him is that he was never... He never excelled and wasn't really the best at anything. I mean, he was a decent three-point oh, shooter. I totally disagree. Mid-range yeah. was good, but I would never say, like, I mean, James Harden, really good at three-point shots. I don't think he was ever amazing. I got I mean, two driving. I got two things that Dwayne Wade is really good at. I think he was amazing in the mid-range, and mm -hmm. I think he was a really above-average defender, if not a great one. I agree. But well, I, was, I said offensively. Okay, why? Well, what? You can't only pay attention <laughs> to offense. There you can. All right, well, that's stupid. Okay, um, and KD sucks. <laughs> Num <laughs> Other way around. Oh, yeah. Number four, I got Allen Iverson. Uh, I mean, he was a small he was a small shooting guard. That's why everyone likes to pretend he's a point guard, which makes no sense. He was a shooting guard his whole career, and he was very good at it. Not only did he change the game from the outside with fashion and how you know players react to things, honestly, but inside the game, he was crafty. He led one of the worst teams I've ever seen to the finals. Like LeBron in his first finals run, year level bad. Like 36-year-old Dikembe Mutombo at 36. Eric Snow having to be in. Anyways, all these bum players, honestly. And Allen Iverson led them. And I think that's one of the most underrated championship runs in history. And yeah. I wish they came out on top. But yeah, I, I think not only is he a great player, he just means so much to the game. So I got him at four. Number three. Yep. I got D Wade at number three. Um, pretty much what we all said. He's just yeah. Banning, who you got number three? This is your big hot take. So we're yeah, all excited. I got Zeke from Cabin Creek. The boy Jerry West, the logo. I think um, same thing with him and Big O. They played so long ago that some people forget how good they really were. Twenty-seven points. Yeah, but points he played per... against pretty much milkmen. <laughs> okay, so did Bill Russell. Are we gonna take his championships away? Well. Not until we do the centers list. Yeah, well... Wait till next week. Yeah, yeah wait till next week. Um, the thing about him is, though, he was kind of hard because I wasn't really sure. He played guard, and in that time, there wasn't really point guard and shooting guard. He's 6'2", so kind of smaller, too. I think the same argument as Allen Iverson, but, I mean, I think he was just one of the best players of that time, if not the best player for a while. And he's on the logo, so... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, understandable. Uh, number three, like Cam, I also have D-Wade. Uh, I was kind of just 
talking about how much I liked him. I think he's a great defending guard. I think his mid-range was amazing. And more about championship runs. When he played with Shaq, that was Shaq's last good year, but it wasn't LA Shaq. It wasn't Orlando Shaq. That was towards the end. So acting like Shaq also led the team is kind of a joke to me. I think he was a really good sidekick, but D-Wade did most of that on his own. And I mean, he got those rings with, you know, uh, LeBron and Bosh too. LeFraud. <laughs> then they obviously helped out because, you know, but people acting like he's just as good as Chris Bosh or something. Like he was way better than Chris Bosh the whole time they were there. Chris Bosh wasn't even that good. Yeah. He was good. Well, he but, was good. Yeah. He wasn't as good. He's as good. Say, yeah. yeah he was, he's overrated. Yeah. But, and I like him. That being said, I think D-Wade, one of the best shooting guards to ever play the game, obviously. I put him at top three. three. Yeah. I put him top three. Cam number two. I don't think we're going to get a hot take here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We all know that yeah. Colin doesn't like players from the 70s and below. All right, number two, I got I got Mamba. Mamba mentality. I think we all have the same Yeah, yeah. number two. Yeah, yeah so, I, I, number, I, like, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, so he's Jordan just, at two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kobe, he's just, like, he can't, he just had that mindset, that killer mindset where you get in his way, you work hard, he's going to work three times harder than you. And you just hear, like... Like, I love all the memes, like, oh, yeah, you hear this Kobe story, and it's like, they like, it's like, most of them probably yeah. weren't real. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, but like, you know, like, the people memes, like, and I saw Kobe, and he cut this man in half, <laughs> and like, all that stuff. But for people to make, Kobe's like, wife, for the stories to be yeah. somewhat believable. Yeah. Kobe's wife delivered a baby, and he brought that newborn straight into the gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But... Yeah. yeah, I think the thing about Kobe though is he's the hardest working player ever. I but don't he's think not the best. He's yeah. yeah. He was yeah. he worked harder than any other player, but he just never had the same talent as Jordan did. If he had the same talent as Jordan did, oh, he'd be, he would be oh my god miles ahead. He was of him. he was just baby Jordan. To yeah, be fair. yeah and was. he and he made himself that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kobe's my favorite player of all time. Well, but... he did play wear twenty four because he wanted to be one better than yeah. MJ. So. Kobe's my favorite player of all time. Uh, when it comes to hustle, just in Why life. Why wear eight then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just in general, uh, you know, gotta love the mentality, the mom mentality. A great player. I, he's my third best player of all time. That's a totally different conversation that we've already Whoa. had. We, Whoa! We've already had it before. What? <laughs> we've already had it before, but we'll talk about that some other time. It just so happens that my number one also played shooting guard. So, so you think he's my a number one all time than Giannis? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> My number one greatest player of all time. Before Banning gets all pissed, I'm gonna say greatest guard. player. Before no, Banning gets all pissed, I think the greatest shooting guard. The baby. I'm gonna walk off when I got five minutes left to my game because I'm a little baby. I got Jordan on that. I got jo I got too. the greatest of all time, Benning. Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Oh, I'm gonna have to mix that. I think LeBron is the greatest shooting guard of all time when he <laughs> played shooting guard. <laughs> Funny! Is he 6-0? Oh? I don't think so. This kid's gonna do anything to not say Jordan's name. Yeah. <laughs> is he 6-0? Oh? Is he 6-0? Oh? No. Is he 6... Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, Magic Johnson didn't lose in the finals, except when he did lose, but... <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Well, alright, who's your number one? I already said Jordan was number one. No, he said LeBron was the best one. What, Jordan? Michael Mike? Jordan, the second best player of all time. Oh, yeah. All is right, the best buddy. shooting guard ever. We're gonna be here all day. Uh, oh my god, I can't. All right, let's let's cut it with the NBA. When the LeBron oh. brainwashing documentary comes out, then it wasn't a brainwash. All right, let's move on. I liked Jordan before <laughs> that documentary came out. I liked him before. <laughs> let's move on to the NFL. 
Uh, <gasps> how many so, numbers did he wear? Well, when LeBron wins MVP this Dude, year, Jordan. When Jordan LeBron Jordan wins MVP three. this year, oh, 12. he wore twelve when they stole yeah. his jersey. Sure. Okay. Well, when LeBron wins MVP this year and wins the championship, you will not be laughing. <laughs> all right, on to the NFL, where we have more hot takes to say. Uh, all five of us have our list, right? All five of us. <laughs> all three of us have our top five, right? Cam. Top five what? Hot takes for this year. Oh yeah. You guys got him too. I, <laughs> <laughs> what are the other two people? Kobe. Right. Kobe. Are we? Are we? Let's start at number five. I kind yeah. of have a list. Yeah, I mostly I'm on an order. Let's kick it around in a circle. Okay. Same way. So uh, my number five hot take is that uh, Lamar Jackson will not win a playoff game in his career if he doesn't get a true number one wide receiver. I think in the way that the NFL is played right now, if you don't have that one guy that you can throw to, especially in the playoffs, you really need that one guy. And so far, he hasn't got it done in the playoffs. And I feel like he could keep it like that if they don't build offense around him. I know they got Sammy Watkins, but he's <laughs> going to be not a great gonna, week one. Yeah, he's not going to do anything. Yeah, uh, my hot takes are more season specific. Uh, my fifth is that I think Tua will lead the Dolphins to a wild card and keep his job. And it's, it's a hot take. yours too? Yeah, that was my five. Well, it wasn't that, but... <laughs> okay, you can this, say yours still. The same exact one? Well, no, yeah. because I literally had that. And then, of course, he steals mine. He reads my mind. All right, go on. I think I have a lot of faith in Tua while Benning has none. And I don't think Tua will play like a top 10 quarterback or anything, but I think he'll play consistently good enough to lead the Dolphins, who have a really good team around him, to a wild card spot. He might crack the top 20 quarterbacks. I I, I I agree with Colin. My five hot take is that Tua will lead the Dolphins (laughs) to, I think, not the wild card, the divisional, but they'll lose in the divisional. To who? Do you think they'll Um, win the AFC East or just make it to the divisional game? Like, I think they'll win the wild card, go to the divisional, and lose the divisional Okay, fair enough. My uh, number four take, I've been staying with this for a while. Uh, I think Zach Wilson will win an MVP in his first five years. I said that when he was drafted, and I'm going to stay with that. Before he was drafted. Yeah. While he was still at BYU. Yep. The Mormon Manziel, Mormon Mahomes, don't matter what you call him. They're going to know. Yeah. Uh, My fourth is that Zach Taylor, uh, the Bengals head coach, will be out of Cincinnati by the end of the year. I think That's not a hot take. That's just... I think before the season is done. Well, I think that's a hot take because yeah. I think he'll be there. Yeah, I think he'll be out like... Especially we- when they have a winning season this year. I think he's going to be out before the season even ends, like one of those regular season fires. Uh, and it's not even that I think he's a bad coach. I just think when you have a stud quarterback like Joe Burrow, I think it's really easy to get antsy if you don't win right away. And I don't see the Bengals winning very many games this year, even though the team isn't awful. And I think Zach Taylor might be the scapegoat. He might get called out for that. Even if it's not his fault, I just think he'll be out. Could go for Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> Doc Rivers. My fourth is that I think... This is for you, Banning. I think Daniel Jones will have a breakout season now that he has a number one wide receiver. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it'll be like something crazy, but I think it'll be... It's take. No, I think sure. it'll be yeah. divisional division win. I think out of the quarterbacks yeah, that, 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 East. that area, yeah. him, Tua, Drew Locke, I think he has the best chance. Yeah, yeah. he's got a lot of Especially pieces. because those other two guys. Drew Locke is and good at Saquon singing. Back too. Yeah, Tua is an absolute bum. So. <laughs> That's a good take. Yeah. Uh, my number three, Tony Pollard, is the best backup running back in the NFL. And I think he would start on a good amount of teams. 
making this, I didn't yeah, the consi- I didn't consider Kareem Hunt as a backup. I consider him as a starter with Nick Chubb. So that's kind of where I put that. All right. Just so the Browns fans don't get mad. But they will get, get mad, mad after my top two takes <laughs> being about the Browns. <laughs> my third take is also about running back. Uh, I think Damian Harris of the Pats will end the season with 1,000-plus rushing yards. He had a little over 700 last year, and he didn't play because he was hurt. And also, he didn't get as many snaps at the start of the year. I think he's really solid for fantasy players. I think he's an underrated pick. I see him going late in a lot of drafts. And I, I really like him this year. I think... The Pats are finally putting Sony Michelle on the back burner, which I'm sad about because I really like Sony Michelle. Free but, Sony Michelle. For real. He, he's probably got to find his way out after yeah. this year. But Damien Harris, if even. He could be a good backup to take one. Yeah. I mean, as the number one guy, though, I like Damien Harris, and I think he will pass 1,000. I think it will be close. I don't think yeah. he's going to destroy it, but I think he will. For my third hot take, I'm not sure if it's a hot take, but I think the 49ers are going to miss the playoffs this season. I call it a hot take. I, I think that... I think that is a very hot take. Yeah. I honestly... Boiling. I, like, I think that... Like, like really Like, hot. I'm on fire. I think the Cardinals <laughs> are making it out, and if there's one more team, I think it's the Seahawks are making it out, too. I just don't think... Not the Rams? This is the hotter take. Dude. Hot. <laughs> Seahawks, you yeah, think the Rams, Rams and the 49ers <laughs> are not making the playoffs? No, I think Seahawks and 49ers. It's going to be the Rams and Cardinals who are making it out. I don't think the 49ers are going to make it. This is really messing up Collins' uh, predictions. <laughs> well, if you're not going to like my hot takes, what's your hot take? Well, we'll see it after. All right, number two. Number two. This is where I said the Brown fans are going to get mad. Um, the Browns are not Super Bowl contenders. Okay. They are... At most, the third best AFC team, maybe fourth behind the Titans. The Bills are miles ahead of the Browns. I don't care what the Browns have. I, they got Freddie Kitchens. They got rid of him. Now they got, I don't know, who, who is the Stefanski. guy? Oh, yeah, Stefanski. He's, he's a good coach. I think he did really well last year. But we'll see how he does this year. I mean, I just don't think that they're that good. They have the talent. But they are the AFC version of the Cowboys, and no one can change my mind on that. Uh, my second hot take is that Darren Waller will end the season with more touchdowns than Kelsey. It's a hot take because <laughs> throughout like most of the year, Bro. throughout almost the whole year, Kelsey had the most touchdowns. Devontae Adams caught up with him at the end. But I, I don't know. I really like Darren Waller this year, and I think Tyreek Hill will finally... He had some good touchdowns, but I think he'll finally find the end zone more often. And I like Waller this year. I mean, you always got to like Waller, one of the best tight ends in the league. I and mean, I don't have to. No, you don't have to. But I, I do, though. I think with the Raiders, even though Alex Leatherwood was a reach, they got some other good O-line depth in that draft. Yeah, so I, I would say it's a hot yeah. take to say it was just a reach. Yeah, it was a, well, it was a, it was a reach for sure. But I think they still upgraded the offensive line, whether it would have been through reaches or not. Yeah. So I think Derek Carr, with a little more time to throw, will hit Darren Waller in the end zone. Derek Carr is over still it. a very good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he's... I don't know. I think he's underrated, in yeah. my personal opinion. I think he's rated enough. But anyways, I think Waller has a good year, which isn't the hottest take, but I think more than Kelsey is really where it gets hot. Right. Mm-hmm. My second take. So I'll take. I think Trevor Lawrence will be a bust. It's a big one, I know. But I just, so your number one some... is hotter than that. <laughs> yeah. And hotter than the last one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Let's get some reasons. Okay. So first off, I... Trevor Lawrence, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's a really good player. But this league is slowly turning more into... 
I just don't think he'll be able to compete at this level, honestly. I really Are you don't. saying, I feel like you're trying to say the league is kind of turning like, are you, I don't know, this might be wrong, but like the NBA, like the top teams are going to be the top teams yeah. and they're not going to be one of the top teams for yes. a while. Yes, not like that, but I just don't think he, first off, he doesn't have the weapons, obviously, that's not going to help him, but I don't think he'll ever get the weapons. Uh, that right. is a hot <laughs> Yeah, I, I, right now, the Jags are going 3 and 14. 14. 3 and 14. All right, three and fourteen, and those three games, Trevor Lawrence is going to be injured. All right, that's my take. You're hearing it. We'll come back to the end of the season. Oh my All right? God, what is number one? That is my take. <laughs> all right, so, this is. You actually... know what? That'll be my first take. I'm switching my first to my second. All right, so that's my first. Take. All right. No, well, you said that first one was hard. Yeah, it's but not, I want now. Want... <laughs> that's going to be a post all by itself too. Yeah. Like, that's... Go ahead. <laughs> go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> will never be able to compete in the NFL. The NFL gods are killing you right now. They're trying to. Uh, <laughs> so, um, hottest take. I was talking about how Lavisca Chenault would be great yeah. this year. DJ Chark, ETN, Tim Tebow, <laughs> bro. <laughs> One of the best offensive uh, coaches we've seen in college football, but. Yeah, we'll move on. My, I thought three my three and fourteen. I thought my number one hot take was pretty hot, but I guess it's not. I said Baker Mayfield's not a top fifteen quarterback in the NFL. Oh, <laughs> and I will list all fifteen above him right now. Okay, <laughs> so let me find my list. Do you have Ryan Tannehill above him? Oh, don't say yeah. that Ryan Tannehill's not better Tannehill than Baker Mayfield. 10, dude. <laughs> don't say Ryan dude. Tannehill's not better than Baker Mayfield. He had better stats and he handed the ball off more. Dude, because when you have when you have Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. Austin Hooper, Odell, well he was injured last year. Okay. Well, you're saying a- those again, guys aren't good. Again, Odell. Yeah, maybe maybe People this jumps. maybe this year, Ryan Tannehill will be better. But in the past years, no, no. Just name the quarterbacks. Okay, so we have. I'll name them in order because yeah, I don't. Just, just yeah. Before. So we have Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Burrow. Check the stats. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Oh, you're going off of stats. And he played better. He had more yards. He had more touchdowns. And oh he had less my interceptions. God, dude. How was what he happened worked? in the playoff game then? What happened in the Browns playoff game? They lost. Yeah, but we're talking about Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, he had a better team around him though. The Browns have more weapons than Chase Claypool please is not just, a good receiver. They got, dude. Please Chase Claypool is not a good receiver. It was his rookie season, and he <laughs> did amazing. His Joe- touchdown to TikTok ratio was unbelievable. One to sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Burrow. touchdowns, one touchdown. Joe Burrow, <laughs> Kyler Murray, Dude. Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Tannehill, Prescott, Josh Allen, Wilson, Brady, Watson, Rodgers, and Mahomes. I don't put, agree with the order, but I don't mind that list. You honestly. put Mahomes in front of Baker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go into my number one hot take. So you're saying that my hot take is bad, but Trevor Lawrence is going to be a bust. We didn't even talk about that but yeah. we'll, we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, my number one hot take is the complete opposite of Cam's. Uh, I think, <laughs> like, couldn't be any different. I think the Rams are the Super Bowl favorites right now. I Even if, like, maybe odds-wise they're not. Uh, if I had to bet on one team right now to win the Super Bowl, it's the Rams. I think it's finally their year. They have all those dominant players on defense with Donald Brockers and Ramsey. And I think Matthew Stafford, you know, McVay has been hyping him up. But I really think Stafford is finally ready to roll. And I think he's underrated. You put him lower on the list than I would. And I think he's such a good quarterback. I'd put him at 11th. Yeah, I'd put, you had him under Derek Carr, didn't you? Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I would. 
I understand. But it's my my hot take. I think Matthew Stafford with these weapons and an offense that has such a strong running game with Cam Akers playing so good in the system, like being able to do a power run and succeed. My point is if Jared Goff could do it, I think Matthew Stafford will surpass what Goff could do. And I think they won the Super Bowl this year as of right now. If injuries happen, then obviously I'd have to account that. Yeah, and I mean, especially if they get Stefan Gilmore too. If they get Gilmore, I don't if know. If they get Gilmore, that would be one of the best yeah. quarterback duos ever. If they get that, G- would be so fun to watch. Yeah, too. that's insane. That would be a good point. Cam, let's hear your hot take, but maybe not the hottest. It's but actually, this it, one is the hottest. It can't be hotter than the last one. I. That's, you're gonna <laughs> start saying some stupid shit. <laughs> you're gonna say Patrick Mahomes is like Dude. not even a top thirty quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's not, but. Okay, it's not really that hot. All right, I think the Bears win a division. I'd say that's pretty hot. I'd say it's pretty hot. Pretty yeah. warm. It, it's to the last it's on the hotter side. It's on the it's compared to the last one. Let's hear the, the, let's hear the reasons though. Well, I can see this one. Yeah, I, it could happen. Well, let's you see, I can't <clears> see the last one. No, in any universe, I can't see the last two. Well, yeah. What was the one before that? Got this. That the two teams are they're gonna make out of the Cardinals and the Rams. That one's a little. That's less hot. But, you don't think the Cardinals? But well, your Rams. original take is that the Rams weren't gonna make the playoffs. I which, meant to say they're okay. Okay. The All right. So, Justin Fields is the perfect guy that Chicago needs. Okay. You have, but they did. Oh, they said that they're starting Andy Dalton too. I think. Well, I, I mean, if Andy sucks, they'll put it. Yeah. Justin. I, I think Andy Dalton will start the first... Oh, fuck. They said they're putting him in, in week eight, right? Yeah, but it's they not can like put him, They can put him in earlier yeah, or later. I think they're going to put Justin Fields in earlier, and he's going to lead that team. He's going to have... He's going to be... At the end of the season, stats-wise, he's going to be a top-five quarterback. Top-ten quarterback. Top-ten quarterback. And win the division, because I, I think Green Bay Packers, they are going to fall... With Aaron Rodgers, I think he's going to sit out. Vikings, they're good. Not division worthy. The Vikings are good? Okay, they're... they're Compared to the Lions... <laughs> compared to the Lions, yeah. And the Lions are on a different planet. But that's my hot takes, alright? Yeah, okay. Uh, alright, moving on. <laughs> We're out of this now. Uh... Man, where do we want to go next? Want to go with the rookie quarterback hot takes? Yeah, since we're already on the top. Already got one. Already got one. All right, so this time we'll just say the quarterback, move in the circle. Let's do the I'll, same rotation. I, I'm want to start because my number five. Well, I have them in order. I don't really have, but I guess it doesn't matter. No, in order of when they were drafted, right? No, in order of how hot the take is. Oh, are you okay? Well, I guess not. Let's we'll just do it in order. How about we can start the with the quarterback? How, how about we just get the top five quarterbacks picked? I have. And yeah. Then do we it say, in the order of when they were picked. And then I was just going to go off what Cam was just talking. How, about. No. How about we get our top five quarterbacks picked and then say our hot take on them? That's what I'm saying. Like we'll start Trevor Lawrence and then and then Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Because I don't want to get Cam too upset. Let's start Trevor Lawrence right now. Bam. What's your take? I said um, I have Trevor Lawrence. I think he's in almost an identical spot as Joe Burrow. I think both of them have a good offense, but the defenses aren't that great, and they're kind of in a spot where they won't be in the playoffs for, I don't think, the next few years. And Urban Meyer, I kind of have more confidence in him than Zach Taylor, obviously, but I still am not too confident in him. And I think they're... Both great quarterbacks, both number one overall picks, 
and they're just put in bad situations. Yeah. Uh, my, I still think he's going to succeed in the NFL. My opinion of Lawrence is that he will be one of the best quarterbacks of the 2020s to 2030s, assuming no injuries. I think I think he's got longevity, and I like he's coming into the league. He's one of the most impressive prospects I've seen. And I like the Jaguars' weapons a lot more than Cam does. I think for being a team that was so bad last year, they have a lot to build around, in my opinion. So I, I'm pretty high on him, as I know a lot of people He'll are. He'll be the second-best quarterback in Jags franchise history, in my opinion. After Minshew? After Blake, no, Bortles. After, after, Blake Bortles. after Jake Lutton. No, after Blake Bortles. Okay, so when our, Trevor Lawrence gets to an AFC championship, then we can. Start I think you will. Well, Cam, when he gets more than five wins, what's your T? Oh uh, well, we already got my yeah, T. Yeah, we, on, we're not going to do this again. Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Um, most handsomest QB in the draft. <laughs> yeah. I would say something stupid, but I probably agree. Say it. Yeah. No, I mean I was going to like argue, but I mean you're right. Cool. Trey Lance. Nah, oh, well, I mean... <laughs> Alright, banning. Yeah, so I said he was going to win an MVP in his first five years, but I had a different take just because I wanted to keep it a little different. I said he's going to win an MVP in his first five years, but I also think he will leave New York after his first contract is up. Um, I just think he's going to be a great player, and he's not going to want to stay with the Jets. Who would want to stay with the Jets? Yeah. In my, I don't think he'll stay there. Uh, I mean, this is a hot take, and... You know, do I 100% believe it? Maybe not, but I think there's a good chance it could happen. I think uh, Zach Wilson's going to start off his career really slow in New York, and I think I don't think he's ever going to become a great quarterback in this league. I really I don't think he'll hit that top 10 quarterbacks in the league, maybe ever. I don't have a lot of faith in him. I think, you know, he played against some bad competition, but I think that can be worked on. But then going straight into New York, I don't love what's around him. Corey Davis is a good addition, but I don't see much going well in his career. Whether that's his fault or not, I just don't see it going a good way. It won't be his fault. Yeah. <laughs> he's... Uh, this might not be a hot take. Maybe it is. Yeah, I see him kind of taking a Drew Brees route. I think he's going to have first couple seasons in New York and then leave, go somewhere else, and become the third greatest quarterback in NFL history behind Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Those are your top two quarterbacks in NFL history? <laughs> Just kidding. I meant... In the, <sighs> no, I... No, mine is... No, stop right now. Yeah. Mine stop is Brady now. in Montana, and then it'll be Jack Wilson. You just said Drew Brees. What I was thinking about in the past, like, ten years, but... Okay. Banning. Uh, let's talk about Trey Lance. Do you Lance. think Drew Brees is number three, though? No. Who's, I think he's, like, who's number top three? ten. Who's three, though? Probably... Steve Young. Where's Peyton Manning on your list? Like five. Let's talk about Trey Lance. Yeah, let's talk about Trey Lance. We're like going to push an hour already. <laughs> Trey Lance, um, hot take. I think he's going to win two plus championships in his career. At first, I was going to say one, but that's not a hot take. I think he's going to win two plus championships. I can already imagine hold him holding up the Super Bowl trophies. He's in a great situation. And before the draft, I said this would be an amazing pick if they picked him. Just because it fits so well. He fits the offense. He is amazing. At just, I mean, most of the things he does, obviously. What do you want his number? Like, <laughs> yes, I do. I don't know. Colin said that he was the hottest quarterback in the draft. So I did not. I was thinking about Zach it. Wilson is all right. <laughs> uh, my Trey Lance take is actually kind of similar. Uh, I have that he will lead the Niners to a Super Bowl at some point. That's not super far away, but I also say he'll be a top fifteen quarterback for most of his career. Mm-hmm. And 
I think he might get overrated because of the situation, but I also think his numbers are going to be great because of his situation. So, I mean, yeah. if he play, if the team succeeds and he has good numbers, I don't see why he wouldn't be considered top 15 for the most of his career. I agree with both of you. I think he will. I think in the next five years he'll lead into the Super Bowl, and I think he'll get three. Do you think they'll win? No. I think he'll lose his first time, but he's going to go three more times and win those three times. Okay. Right. So he'll be three and one. So uh, Justin Fields next? Banning you, My take is going to be a lot different than your takes. Yeah, I know. Uh, should I start? Yes. Okay. Sure. I think Justin Fields, his career will be very similar to Marcus Mariota. Bruh. I think Justin Fields is very overrated. No I think... explaining. Nope. That's it. I want to hear. Marcus Mariota, that's the best he's going to get? Yeah. Huh. All right. My take is... Marcus Mariota. Maybe Jameis Winston. Thank you. But I don't think he's that good <laughs> to throw that many picks. Uh, my take <laughs> is that I think Fields would be really good, but he's going to force his way to Chicago. And I think he's going to be, he might be put in a Matt Stafford situation where he goes to an already contending team towards the end of his career and tries to win a championship there. Obviously, we haven't seen if Stafford can do it yet. But I think that, I don't know, I think Fields will be loyal to Chicago because they picked him when a lot of people were passing on him. But eventually he'll give in and say, like, hey, I need out. And that's his only opportunity to win the Super Bowl. I don't think Chicago can bolt together around him. I think for Justin Fields, I love him in his first couple seasons. I think he's going to take a Cam Newton route. He's going to have a really, really hot start, really good go-to Super Bowl. You think he's going to win MVP at some point? I think he will win MVP, but I think he'll have a couple injuries that set him back, and then he'll just be washed. Okay, fair enough. I think it will be washed without the injury. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Mac Jones. And now, talking about another guy who's going to be washed without the injuries, I think Mac Jones will be basically a solidified backup quarterback <laughs> within three years. I think he will be basically like Brian Hoare 2.0. I don't have any confidence in Mac Jones, and I never have. I'm not going to yeah. switch up because I think he was only good because he played at the best college football team in the past like yeah. what 15 20 years now he's good when he has good players around him if i played at alabama i would have done as well as he did yeah <laughs> me and banning have talked about this all the time uh i i can't switch up either just because he's on my favorite team i think mac jones will be a mediocre starter eventually the pats will give up on him and he'll be a third stringer within like five six years like no, he like I'm maybe a Josh Rosen route if I had to compare him to someone. Well, Josh Rosen was had more potential, I think. Yeah, no, but I mean like actual career-wise, not yeah. even playing. I mean, like, that's their career path. Josh Rosen would still be an MVP if he gave if they gave him a chance. <laughs> All right, last hot take about the rookie quarterbacks. <laughs> All right, let's Mac, hear it, Mac Jones. Let's hear it. First three seasons. All right, first. All right, so this season I think he's gonna be back up to Cam Newton all season. All season? Yeah, I, think, I had something similar. I like that right. written down. I think Cam Newton will lead the Patriots to a decent playoff run, but it'll be done. Cam Newton will leave New England, I think, and Mac Jones next season will step in. I think he'll have a slow beginning, but I think, I think he is going to be very closely, his career is going to be closely to Eli Manning. And in achievement wise, wow! <laughs> you think he's gonna be a top ten quarterback of all time? Oh my and make god! Top ten? Oh my! That's god, pushing man. it. You think just he's leave. gonna just leave? You think he's gonna make the Hall of Fame? Eli will make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue that. Yeah, I think he will. Okay. I okay. think he will. So also, you think <laughs> that the AFC East is gonna take two out of the three AFC 
wild card spots because that's what you said. You said Miami and the Patriots are yeah. both making the playoffs. I think they will. Over like the Browns and uh, well, eight teams Pitch- make it. Pittsburgh or the Ravens. Seven teams make it. Seven teams. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be Patriots, Miami, uh, Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, Cincinnati. Um, uh, no, uh, Cleveland, not Cincinnati, my bad. Uh, Kansas City and Tennessee. Did you say Baltimore? No Baltimore. No, no, no Baltimore. Baltimore's not making No Baltimore, it. no Pittsburgh, no, no Pittsburgh's Colts. Not. No. All right. Hey. Ah, God. <laughs> yeah, that's you, my You love Jonathan Taylor. I, I, as much as I love Pittman, I love you, brother, but you're not making playoffs this year. Okay. No Chargers. Well, yeah. When you have Wentz as number one, nah. And All then right. Herb, Hubert is gonna. He needs. <laughs> we, Hubert. We, he needs one more year. To we go. gotta get out of the NFL talk. We're already pushing an hour in, and All we right. gotta talk about boxing too. What NHL? True. All right. Last thing about the NFL. Uh, we didn't want to make a post or have any like big conversation about it, but congrats to Carl Nassib. He came out. He's the first active NFL player to come out as gay. Uh, good for good for him. <laughs> it's a big step for the community, and so just props to him. Yeah. Uh, We're not talking about what Tom Brady said over the weekend? What Tom Brady said over the weekend? Bring it to us. He, uh, he was talking about... He was on the show. Talking shop. about Tennessee. No. He was saying how <laughs> this offseason, he was uh, almost signed with a team, and they decided to keep this guy over me. And a lot of people are speculating that they are talking about the 49ers. It is it, it, it is the it, 49ers. Yeah. But, Tom um, Brady said some more stuff. That, yeah. We want to keep it PG, even though... I mean, I keep it PG every week. Sometimes Collins has a bad word, but it's okay, I Ken guess. said a bad word this episode, too. Who cares? <laughs> Lock your ears. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so, um, interesting. But also, I feel like they were kind of zoned in to draft a quarterback, too. Obviously, if they didn't have a top three pick and they weren't going to get Trey Lance, I think they would have taken Tom Brady in a heartbeat because I think we all knew that Tom Brady wanted to go to San Francisco. So... Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So let's start with Cam so we can rant about the NHL real quick. All right. Tell us what's going on. So I haven't been here in a, like three episodes because I've been sick and I just haven't. I'd, Not I'd with the coronavirus. Stuff. Not the coronavirus. It's just a common cold. Don't worry. So I made my round two predictions and I said that the Canadians and Jets was going to be the best series of the playoffs. I was wrong. Canadians swept the Jets. It was a joke of a series. Like, but first, all right, so, so in game one, Mark, Mark Scheifele on the Jets, their star player, made a very controversial hit on um, one of the Canadians players. I forget who it was, but I think it There's was. nobody anyway. It, yeah, but it was the end of the game, and he went to score around the net, empty net. He scored the goal, but. I think it was a very dirty hit for how late of the game it was. I think it was earlier in the game, and the game was closer. I think it wouldn't have been as dirty as a hit, but he got pretty much suspended for the rest of the series, and that's what brought the Jets down. Um, that's what killed them. And then Bruins and Islanders. You said Bruins in five. I said Bruins in five, but again, Tukarask. Tukarask blows it past three years now he's bl- blown us <laughs> he he sucks he's so, so basically bad what we've learned so far is that 
Cam should not be making NHL no, 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 predictions. No, 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 there's another first, or my, no, 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 no. My or first, NFL <laughs> my, there's another podcast called Nosebleeds that does hockey stuff. If you want to hear hockey stuff, no, no, no. My first there. round, it was perfect. My first round was perfect. My second round, not so good. All right. So <laughs> the Bruins so lost. Tukarask is out, but we're gonna be good on that. All right. And then uh, Golden Knights and Avalanche. I had Avalanche. <laughs> Golden Knights won. I don't know how. They won. How many games did they win in? Uh, I think it was six, but I said abs and six. Lightning and uh, it, it was lightning and hurricanes. Hold on, let me go back in my notes real quick. Um, I think I had the hurricanes. Hold on. And uh, who won that series? Hold on. <laughs> All right. So I, dude, where is it? Hold on one second, guys. We'll get there. We're having technical difficulties with cameras. All right, notes so whatever. I, I, I had, I'd say I had the Hurricanes, the Lightning one. And so... <laughs> <laughs> you can't give himself a fake W. <laughs> like, I don't even get one series right. It's all right. So right now we got Tampa Bay and the Islanders and the, um, in one of the semifinal round and then Gold Knights and the Canadians. Lightning are winning this series versus the Islanders 3-2 to two, and the Gold Knights and Canadians are tied 2-2. Two to two. I'm going to make my predictions. I think the Lightning are going to wrap it up next game against the Islanders. So the, the Lightning Islanders are going are, to lose. Islanders now. are going to win. Yeah. So the Lightning are going to win next game and then I got, I, I'm going to say the Canadians are going to win against the Golden Knights. Gold, they, Golden Knights. So no, Golden but, Knights versus um, Islanders. the Islanders. Yeah. Who's going to win But that? I just think the Canadians, they're so young and this they're, they're pretty much like the Hawks. That's what they are right now. They just, they were the last team to get in. Well, not the Hawks, but like, they're unpredicted. Yeah. I understand. Like, they, they, they just really shocked the whole world. And I don't even, I can't even believe they made it this far. But I think it's going to be Canadians, Lightning, in the Stanley Cup. And I think so the Lightning, gonna Lightning are going to win. Okay. I think the Lightning are going to win in six in the Stanley Write Cup. Write that down. Yeah. Don't forget but, it. Um, but yeah, it was a really, honestly, this playoffs has been crazy. Um, but yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up with boxing. This is easily our longest episode and yet. the New York Saints. Screw you, New York. You suck, Islanders. All right, go on. All right, Ben, you got to wrap us up with boxing. This Our hot takes have taken a lot longer than we expected. Yeah, well, but, at least they got hot, though. That's uh, Yeah. They did get hot. It's the best part of it. All right, wrap us up with boxing. Let's hear all about it. There's a lot, yeah, a lot so, of stuff to talk about, too. Yeah, another... Uh, we like Floyd and this Mayweather. Yeah, speaking of uh, Floyd Mayweather, the guy, he just fought Logan Paul. He uh, recently challenged Mike Tyson to a fight. Because he, he said, said he was old. Yeah, which statistically, he's not yeah. wrong. But, but the thing about Mike Tyson is if he hits Logan Paul with a punch, uh, he's like 80 years old now. Not actually, but he's very old. But if he hits him with one punch that's even like 50% of the power he used to have, uh, Logan Paul is gonna go down because he got a little wobbly and woozy. He against did get knocked out. Floyd Mayweather. He got knocked out. No, he didn't. Yeah. He said he didn't no, get knocked he, out. He got knocked out. Yeah, but uh, I think that would be a good fight to watch, just because um, I don't know. It would be entertaining, but yeah, we'll we'll move on from that. Um, next, we had Anderson Silva, who was. Um, one of the best UFC fighters of all time. Recently, he had an exhibition over uh, Julio Chavez Jr., who is arguably one of the best Mexican boxers of all time. Canelo said that he was the best Mexican boxer of all time. People think Canelo is the best Mexican boxer. Uh, I think he was just showing respect. I think when he went home, he's like, nah, I'm the best Mexican boxer. But he had to show respect to the legends. Um, Silva actually won the fight, which a lot of people did not see coming, just because... Um, 
I mean, Anderson Silva was a UFC fighter and he's fighting one of the best Mexican fighters ever. No one saw that happening. But um, the last thing we have is uh, Tank Davis is, has an upcoming fight. I believe it's on the 23rd. Not the 23rd. I think it's, I think next week. Um, but he's going to be fighting against Mario Barros. Um, Tank is a big favorite in this and I think he's going to get this win and just keep rolling. He's a great fighter right now and he's still really young. Um, and he's one of those guys that could be the face of boxing in a couple years. So always good to watch the young guys fight just because he could be one of the next great fighters. Not of all time, but maybe of this generation in his weight class. Yeah, fair enough. Anything else on it? No, I don't yeah. think so. I think I think we're good. I mean, unless there's anything else. Any last about? things you have to say, Cam, to wrap us up? N- nope. Uh, all the hot takes are out. And All the hot takes are out, and baseball is just going on. <laughs> Nothing really midseason. It's just boring stuff now. We wait till we get in, but I am waiting. I uh, want to hear your uh, yeah. MLB playoff. Break. Wait get- till wait till we get to like August, late August, and I'll well, have my yeah. predictions. Well, actually, I just got a text from my source. Um, this is uh, breaking news right now. Let's the hear. Pelicans um, could possibly be leaving New Orleans. What? They have a um, they have a <laughs> lease committed only through 2024. And most of the time we see this, they're like, oh, they're just going to renew the lease. But in New Orleans, there's so many teams. The NBA wants to move to Seattle, but I feel like the NBA doesn't want to add another team. I think, honestly, I would not be surprised if this happened. If they went to Seattle, especially through 2024, I mean, 2021 now, they always like to plan stuff in advance, especially with moving a whole team. Yeah. But like a guy like Zion, he doesn't want to stay in a small market. And if they move to Seattle... That's big. I think yeah. this is the biggest, like, this is probably the best chance that we'll see a team in Seattle again. And there's obviously other cities too. I think Minnesota is another team Minnesota. that might end up going because yeah. of out Rodriguez hey, said straight up. We could up. see uh, the Seattle Pelicans. I think they changed the I name. I think they go back to the Super <laughs> Oh yeah, there's not very many Pelicans in Seattle. I don't think. Or maybe uh, was it the Seattle Kraken? So- Supersonics. <laughs> I think it would also be cool to see a team in Louisville. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this is just... I think this is probably the biggest chance that we have to see a team in Seattle again. Yeah. And I wasn't really alive when they played there. I know a lot of older people are would, are very excited yeah, about this. Yeah, you were. This, in Seattle? Not like, not like watching basketball. Watch yeah, but KD and Russ played. They... Barely. Yeah, Russ never that actually was, played. Yeah. Russ was drafted the year. Yeah, he but. played one year there. So... I was like five years old. Yeah. Anyway, Katie's been in the league that long. Yeah. yeah. Katie was he drafted in two thousand eight, seven. I want to say eight. Yeah. 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 So I mean, that being said, that's gonna wrap up the episode. Uh, also, and this check, is a valid source. Yeah, so. Check check out all these posts on IG after yeah. Cam wraps up. Yeah. Thank you, the everyone. Cam one, Cam's a comment about Trevor yeah. Lawrence. What I say? It's wait a- wait till next year next year in uh, January you'll see what I mean alright let's wrap it up thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Nosebleeds you can follow us on the IG at the underscore Nosebleeds underscore podcast and that wraps it up for us alright thank you Nosebleeds out Mamba out